0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Edna J. White and I am so glad to have you here today for Wounded to Wonderful and Keeping It Real. Yes, today is our first show with a new brand and with a whole lot of brand new women. One, two. And so we're going to have a conversation today about the darkness, living in the darkness, the yin and the yang, the good and the bad about life, and how to balance those things. So you're at the right place because this is the destination that you get all the information about real life people who love doing real life things and who accomplish love, life, relationships, and business. So we're going to start this conversation off by introducing our two guests, Terry Morris and our Dr. Denise Burton. So, Dr. Denise Burton, introduce yourself, please.
1: My name is Dr. Denise Burton. I'm here to talk about yin and yang Senator White, and
2: my other friend and compadre over there, Terry. (laughs) Hello? Okay, sorry. And I'm Terry Morris, um, Relationship and Life Coach, and just helping people get through this dark time that yes, we're going
0: through. Yes, absolutely. And
2: it, it's, it's a journey.
0: It is a journey. It is a journey. And Dr. Burton, if you would express or share with us what you exact, what exactly that you do, because we need to hear that.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm a life management coach, and through counseling and mediation. And that is for, and I do it on a sliding fee scale. Um, I don't give legal advice. I am licensed and insured. So, all those, I cover all types of problems that people have, whether it be relationship, employment, anything of that nature, and what we're feeling now during this pandemic, especially with this pandemic depression and anxiety, overeating, overcompensating. Oh you I'm guilty. they little <laughs> OCD. Um, relationship, interaction, distraction is what I'm right. going to call them. Right. Uh, because, you know, the interaction that they've had during the time period of going to work and now the distraction of the pandemic, staying at home, mm-hmm. people get lost in their own identities and they begin to be more of a separate unit than a unit in itself. So, you know, those are some of the things that we cover uh, in my counseling sessions. Thank you very much.
0: Very good. So, I would like to talk about the darkness. Um, I was talking to a couple of people, um, women, um, about embracing, um, you know, the good, you know, the happy times and being positive. Sometimes we get positive mixed up with dark and light. And good and bad and yin and yang. We mix those two up. We're saying, oh, we want to see positive, we want to look at positive, we want to be positive, we want to talk positive, we want to just positive people. But in reality, is that really true? Can you really do that, ladies?
2: I think you can. You know, um, it's a mind game, actually. This whole thing with this darkness is a matter of how you look at it. Right. One of the- somebody told me is that, you know, we have to guard our thoughts, and how we do that is what we're thinking, we just have to be aware of not to verbalize it, because right. when you verbalize it, it's like you're just kind of double, you know, um, reinforcing it, Okay. our mind is going to go in different ways, and we're going to think certain ways, but if we just become aware of how we're thinking, right, and then not speaking it, I think that that's what... That'll get you through a lot of situations. Okay. It's, it, it takes time, but it'll
0: get you through. It'll get you through. Dr. Denise, what do you think?
2: Well, I think that I agree
1: with Terry, but I also like to add that people need to accept their darkness. Ah. And, and reason I say that, many times we go and repeat the same action without understanding or the the understanding the light of it. Right, Learn, okay. Learning, meaning learning from it. One of the things that I've found is that many of us, meaning more women than men, will sometimes stay in the darkness without looking to find the light, finding their inner self, finding their self, and understand what being selfish means to them in order to understand how they can get to be selfless. So right. That's how I, I see it.
0: Okay. Well, well. The way I see it too is I accept and I hear each one of your your um your thoughts and your, your your what you've told me and I and I embrace it totally. But what I'm talking about is ignoring that there is a darkness because we tend to think or we tend to try to say that. Everything about Jesus and everything about God is just all good, which it is to a point of the love. But where do you think darkness came from? If God is the creator, he created the darkness. I'm not saying embrace the darkness. I'm not saying that. I'm saying recognize that there can be darkness. And not always are you going to have a thought, a thought pattern that's always positive. You can't. We live here on earth. If we were somewhere else, like at the at the at, what another atmosphere, or even in the heavens, um, we would be able to do that. But with feelings and um, things that kind of influence our being, we cannot. We cannot ignore that there is a darkness there because I think we're fooling you know we're fooling ourselves. And you don't
2: want to ignore you don't want to ignore that because. Right. All of your darkness, all of your adversity, all of your challenges—that's what's making you stronger. And right, so that's the journey. And if you don't learn from it, you can't grow. Right. And you, if you had a life where you never had challenges and you never had any kind of adversity, how do you grow? How do right. you learn? And and I think the important thing is is for people to acknowledge what we're going through, acknowledge that you know what, this is tough. And you know how sometimes you tell people, cry for the night.
0: Yeah. Yes, excellent.
2: You know? And and what you have to do is, after you cry, you got to reflect. Right. Let me see, what was I supposed to learn from right. that? And that's why God gives us the darkness. He gives us the challenges, but we were if, if you will repeat it if you didn't learn what you were supposed to learn. Right. From the lesson and that's how we're going to grow and that's how when you change your thought because what some people do is as opposed to growing from it, mm-hmm. they wallow
0: in it. Right. It's, Ooh, it's just, that's good. You worry, that's it's like good. You,
2: You're worrying and you're just causing the 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 incident to just continue to recur. That's but good. But you got to move on. You got to embrace it, acknowledge it, and, and really say, just like a bad relationship, what was I supposed to learn from it? Because if right. you, you don't figure out what you're supposed to learn from it, you're
0: going to repeat. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's, it's great that you just said that about relationships. We don't give ourselves time, that time to say, okay, what did I learn from this? And I, I immediately jump into another one without learning anything. And we have to give ourselves a break with anything. Relationships, even with food, sometimes we have to give ourselves a break. <laughs> you know, like we have to really give ourselves a break and 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 connect with why is this happening why am i repeating this cycle and you're talking to yourself the other side of the coin doctor denise burton is sharing that darkness or asking the question to our friends you know and is that you know how is that you know affecting us what what are we getting out of that Well, i'm
1: going to say the first thing one person needs to define is understanding what friendship is, Ooh. because you cannot tell everyone <laughs> what you feel, because not everybody can understand that they don't walk in your, your shoes, they haven't walked yeah. your journey, they haven't walked uh, beside you, uh, you haven't given them time enough to understand or even have a, a good conversation of a mutual uh, respect for each other to get to that level, Right. So. I'm going to say that before one shares, you have to find out who's confident, whose confidence you have. Right. And who can maintain that. Right. And sometimes, understanding the dark side, you still have to accept where you are in that place and time in the darkness. Mm-hmm. And the way that you get to the light, once you find a significant person, and that could be anyone, that could be any significant person who is impacted on your life to be able to share the information the concerns the beliefs that you have and the pain that it's causing you to go on to the next step and the next step is finding out what you can then do for yourself by having the information that you now feel good enough to share what can you do with that how do you get to that light how do you reinforce that in yourself, in your being, in your soul? You need to understand your soul because we are a mirror image of ourselves. And when I say that, we look in the mirror every day.
0: Right.
1: We look into our own eyes regardless of how many reflections that you see go behind
0: you. The shadows. Is, <laughs> the shadows.
1: Those are the different lives that one leads. It's true. Personalities that we have, and once we can get to that point where we have that significant person that we can share this information, there's no no stoppable goal that that person can't achieve. Exactly. No matter
0: what. That's right. That's right. And so now we're at we're at the part where we're talking about now the darkness now. Darkness, light, yin and yang, and you know that came from yin and yang. You know, and yeah. it encompasses balance, which I like. You know, Um when I was a religious person, a religious person, very religious. Okay, that what I what I kind of personify as religion is that no one mattered except for the religious part of my of my life. Okay, so if I had a rule, and you fell outside that rule, you didn't matter. Okay? So, that's what I mean by religion. I don't mean Baptist. Oh, I don't mean any of that. I mean, I had those 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 experiences. So, what I'm saying about that is I was over the top. Do you know what I mean? I was over the top. Yin and yang is a balance, and knowing what that balance is. So, um, Coach Terry, can you tell us anything about that? Like, you know, share something about having that yin and yang, that balance.
2: Um, you know what? It's and and again you go back to how do you that's where with you know, Dr. Denise says with the selfish selflessness. Yeah. Because you have to what we don't tend to do, especially as women, is put ourselves first. Right. And we you know, we go and we give and we give and we give. But then, you know, we're not, we, we, we feel so overwhelmed because we haven't taken care of ourselves. Of course not. But this way, you know what, if we if we learn to do that, and sometimes it's going to take a little bit at a time, but this is how you begin to balance your life, by putting it into perspective that what's important to me, mm-hmm. what is it that I want to do today? Right. I think that we have become such people pleasers right. that we and we're oh. concerned about what someone else is going to say right. or what someone else and and you know and and even tying in with the whole with learn to release it because and and we have to realize if it's not doing good for you mm-hmm. you gotta let it go and guess what if, if it's not doing good for you right now it wasn't good it's, it's not going to work and we are forcing it to work and you're mm-hmm. never going to find that balance but yeah. when you let it go you'd be surprised how you're like wow it, it was going cuz it was going to happen That's not exactly
0: <laughs> it was going mean, to happen the easy way or the hard way either way you know it's going to happen you know
2: what i learned It's like and you know what and again there you go it's like let
0: me cry quick and <laughs> let me <get> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> let me tell you and you know we you know we as women um we're the hardest on ourselves we oh, we pound ourselves greatly all the time and then we take that measuring stick and we apply it to our children. <laughs> well, you know, we yes. we take that same measuring stick and then you realize like, wait a minute. They yes. Didn't come up like me, you know, and then and then the whole thing changes, you know. And, it all changes. So
2: I found I was all what I was always doing is I found that I have like a gift of being an empath. But being that being that, it's like you, you take on with your kids, you don't yes. say anything yes. you're feeling. You're going, Oh my god. Yes. That's why now I say, you know what?
0: Yes, it's true. That, that is, is so true.
2: true. It is, right? it is
0: very true.
2: Sorry, you're gonna be okay because right now what well, speak think about you. And that's how and it it, it it takes work. You know, change takes work. Oh yeah. But the the balance
0: it all takes work. It does.
2: Well I, I wanna say one thing too.
1: Um In dealing with that, the fanaticism that you were talking about, Mm -hmm. we get caught up, but look at different levels of it, whether it's substance abuse, whether it's a and whether it's, you know, one sister thinking that another sister's skin color is a a difference, all those we get strung out on. Right. We use them, strung out.
0: Yes, I was a church addict, yeah. I was an addict. That's the same thing what it is. I was an addict. (laughs) You know, I was an addict. That's all I was. Okay, strung out. (laughs) Strung completely (laughs) out.
1: (laughs) You know. What what Terry is saying, though, of getting to that point of balance, is critical because it's not until a person goes through the stages that they need to go through to develop a a scan where they can get to a point of having and receiving their own power. Because one thing we neglect mm-hmm. is giving ourselves power to ourselves. Oh, to course. make us be balanced in our lives and understanding that um, they don't have to be a fanatic religiously or anything else. They right. can have a spiritual growth of their own. You know, um, the attachment is, one, being caught up in the old way of doing things instead of adapting to where we are right now. And where that person is at that stage in life, that balancing act is critical for them when they have that significant person that we talked about, right. for them to accept or see or acknowledge the darkness to come into the light. And the energies are very important It's true. in doing it, and having the right people around you
0: Right, But I don't think you can, you, can, you, can, you can get rid of all the darkness. No. Cause, you know, because see, see, as we're sitting here, I have a shadow behind me. So I can't, as much as I want to move this light around and get rid of that shadow back there, it's not going anywhere. No,
1: it's not. Yeah,
0: I think that we need to have a real sense of that it's there and we don't have to go into it. We don't yes. have to, we don't have to, you know, I don't have to, oh, wow, you know, get all involved. There's a, there's a shadow back there, you know, and, and get all involved in it. Um, I think we're always going to see the darkness because it was meant for us to see, you know, it was yes. created that we, it was meant for us to see and acknowledge and get a lesson from it. Because I always go back to um, the story about Jesus Christ and how he knew that he yeah. would die at a certain time. That's darkness. You know, he had to embrace that, I'm going to die. But and still he had his mission. You know, there was a mission already done. You know, I got to do this. This is something I got to do. I got to, you know, I got to teach these 12 men, you know, what it really means to have a heart. You know, and what it means to love people and, and get out of their way because they were some hard taskmasters. Those, you know, all of them. They all had some things going on with them. It wasn't perfect. You know, and that's why I always go back to when, when, when people say to me, I, wanna, I just want to live like this. When you're like this all the time, that shadow's still right there. It's still right there. It's still right there. It really is. That shadow is right there. So you're right like there. <laughs> And all, it's like, you remember the song um, by Smokey Robinson, Tears of a Clown, when there's no one around? Okay. Okay. It goes all the way back. Okay, when well, you get home, you're crying. And what was all that fakeness for? What was that? You know, we hurt ourselves when we don't embrace that darkness. What do you think, Tara? Oh, absolutely.
2: Because that's, that's part of our lesson. That's part of how we're gonna grow. I just, you know, like I said, no one's gonna wake up with a perfect, perfect, rosy life. But how do you learn anything? How do you, how do you even know what a bad relationship looks like if you never had one? There you how go. How do you know what a horrible boss is if you never had one? There you go. Oh, you, know, you know, how do you know what you know struggle looks like if you never even experienced it or even. Felt like you went through something. How do
0: you know how to overcome adversity if you've avoided it? Exactly. There you go. You gotta. You gotta have. You gotta have been gone through something. Um, and I want to talk about this part of like you. You brought it to um, like Coach Terry, that um, you know um, we keep repeating. Did you say that or was it Dr. Burton? Well, um, you keep repeating the yes. same thing over and over again. I need, we need to talk about that in the yin and the yang and the things, because that is the dark. That is not embracing the dark. Because if you keep repeating a bad thing, you're not embracing the dark in order for you to get the lesson. So I want you to expound a little bit on that, like really talk about that part.
1: Well, as I said earlier, you know, we have so many faces that upon ourselves, it's not until you find a significant other, you know. We can embrace the, um, not positively, um, of course, we can embrace the the domestic abuse, for example. Just as a scenario, I'll I'll give you this. Uh, We have a woman who was constantly abused, constantly abused. Another woman would come and say, why do you take that? Well, he loves me. No, he doesn't love you. He's hitting me. My husband doesn't do that or my man doesn't do that. She's been informed. And whether or not that's all she's learned you know, mm. from somebody else, that's all that—that's her dark place. Mm-hmm. And her enlightenment, or significant other, or special person, whatever, is giving her that information of what she needs to be able to then be selfless of herself <laughs> and begin to access her power and then go to the light. Right. That's something of what. I see in, in coming to terms mm-hmm. with that, and, and growth, you know, it's the same thing Terry said. You know, I agree with her
0: 100%. What do you think, Ted? And,
2: and, you know, I, I found that one of the biggest things that's so helpful is getting to know who you are, enjoying your own company, mm.
0: enjoying
2: yourself. Because then you won't need someone else to validate Mm. you, somebody else to love you, or there's a lot that everybody's looking for it in someone else. So you're looking for that validation in someone else. The one thing I used to send with my my kids off to school is, and I said, don't put yourself in places where you're just tolerated and not appreciated.
0: Yes, I love that because I do that. That's right. Somebody write that down. That's a tweetable. That's a tweetable for Coach Terry. People do
2: that, and that's why, even for women, you know, when they stay in relationships, they're hoping that, well, you know what he, you know what he did, like he likes me, he does love me. And you know, um, somebody asked me a question. She goes, you know, she went through this whole scenario. You know what the guy did this, and you know, and and he, he got me a little piece of candy, and he did this. She goes. Do you think he likes me? And you know what my question was to her? Yes. Like and if you can't answer, do you like you? That's what you need to work on
0: and not worry about if he likes you.
2: Yes. Well, there you go. There you, you go. Like get yourself, the it doesn't no. matter about anybody
0: else. It doesn't matter. You gain
2: and your power. Yes. Which is what I was earlier before.
1: When you start looking at to be selfless of yourself, you gain your power and then... No one can stop you, but you got to be informed, and that's why we still need our sisterhood. Oh yeah, need, absolutely. It, yes, because the empowerment issue of what we can do for ourselves and how we have risen mm-hmm. is and like I a massive way.
2: Yeah,
0: it's it's really powerful. Yeah, and I like the you know I like the part of um, being alone with yourself because that's the only way it's gonna happen you know um I used to when I was um a church addict I used to look to the pastor to the um the elders to tell me what I was gonna be uh. and that was a term I didn't know which one. I was walking around miserable supposed to have been in church happy you know that that's the happy place and i wasn't i was miserable I was just like a zombie like just do doing the what I was supposed to do, like, you know, um, like with my nose to the grindstone, not making any trouble, just doing what I have to do and not seeing or, you know, keeping my head down, not seeing the beauty that God was showing me all the time or, or all the things that I could possibly do and being with myself, learning how to meditate along with prayer because prayer somehow got kind of Misshuffled along the way for me as an addict because I was busy praying for other people because I thought I was right, you know that was that was wrong that was so I was an addict see I'm an addict, so <laughs> I was an addict and and I would thought prayer was for other people, so I wanted to get other people right, but it was prayer was really for me, so when I started applying that in my life, I began to now be by myself and examine myself. Um, All right. You know, uh, align myself and so. Oh, that wasn't real. Right. Get that right. Get that. You know. You start getting yourself right because that's a, an important thing that to learn to learn to love yourself. And that is a yeah. great point for pandemic power. That yeah. being of being by yourself and, and loving yourself. If you didn't do it, you missed out on great seven months. Even though there was like darkness around us. That's important to remember that we had a time to get to know ourselves.
1: You mentioned the alignment. You know, in, in different cultures, they talk about the chakras. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. We, we need to learn to be our own chakras. Yes. We need to learn to
2: align ourselves. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> I agree totally. Totally agree.
2: I'm big on affirmations. I
0: think so
2: amazing. They, saved my,
0: they saved, saved my my life. They saved my life.
2: And you know what? And that's where you got to say. I am great. You know yes. what? I'm so beautiful. Yes. I am wonderful. Yes. And, when, and this way, and it takes, and again, 21 days that you form a new habit. Yeah. And that's how you will instill it in yourself. I am great. Mm-hmm. And I love my company. I, you know what I am
0: an asset to anyone that needs power when you yes and you reclaim your own Yes, life. you reclaim it you reclaim it, you regain it, you get it back, you fire it up, everything. Everything changed. I'm telling you, um when I discovered affirmations and um Abraham Hicks was my you know the one and then um Louise Hay was the other one, I literally had in my room on my lamp stickies, on my bed, on my when I went to the closet. I mean, affirmations, I am going to dress beautifully today. You know, and I go in the bathroom and all in the window, on on the mirror. I am beautiful. I am going to be, like you said, a great asset today. Everything today is going to be wonderful because I'm going to make it so. I mean, I had them everywhere. Then I went into my kids' room, did the same thing with them. You know, and I used to tell them they were beautiful all the time because... You know, telling them they're beautiful does not make them conceited. It makes them realize to look in the mirror and Absolutely. see that they how are really beautiful. Are.
2: How special they are. Yeah, how special and they are. And if they don't tell themselves, who
0: else will? Hello. Right. Well, I will. I probably will.
2: But we're not going to be around them. So when we send send our kids out or anyone they go out there, you're going out into the world, and you know what? You can encounter a lot of darkness. So that's why you've got to keep your own light, and you got to be
0: absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. One thing
1: I one thing I have is the suggestion, though, that and that that I've also done. I periodically found certain cards, and I write them to my children, to my mother, or to my husband. Good idea. I and even I would even find one and even send it to myself. Uh-huh.
0: Good idea. And, you know,
1: because saying "I love you" and you know, boom. But when you send somebody, you take the time out to look for a special card, or if you write up a poem or something, your affirmations are given from them to you, or you to them, and they be, they can reflect back on it. That's I a mean, good idea. In, did this, or dad did this, or. You know, mom loves me and they can see it and feel it and hold on to it because sometimes the sounds that come into our ears, we don't retain.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, but what we can visibly vis- vis- see, mm-hmm. we can keep that and then go back to
0: it. Absolutely. So we have 10 minutes and I want to wrap it up with a solution. So we have the, we have that we may be going through some dark periods in our lives. And we do have some good words that do come into our mind. What can we do? What's the antidote? What's the, what's the solution? What can we do? Or what can our audience do that we can, you know, that we can share with them? Dr. Burton or Coach Terry. We'll start with Coach Terry. What can we do?
2: Well, one of the things that I used to tell um, a lot of my clients to do is because when you have your thoughts in your head, no one else can hear them. And so that's why sometimes when, you know, and then they spiral out of control. And what I found that I do is because, of course, I still go through that. And you just, you can be wherever you are, just go, stop. And you have to say that out loud. Yes. that makes you aware of what
0: you're thinking. Yes. Uh, Louise Hayes used to always uh, teach that. Stop yourself. Just stop. Mm -hmm.
2: And you have to actually just yes. But say it out loud. Are thinking and you're going on this roller coaster. And all of a sudden you should just catch yourself and just say stop out loud because you're, you're in your mind. But Absolutely. say that out loud and you'll be surprised how you can read the rest.
0: You sure <laughs> will. Dr. Burton.
2: Well, what
1: I've had in the past is worry stone. You know, I have something where people are, who are tactile, there are more people that are tactile. That, that are able to, to sometimes verbally say stop or out loud. I appreciate that as a technique. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some people are techno, tactile, and what I've told them is a certain ring that they need to put on for that day, you know, a certain color that they should wear, um, suggest that they should wear to be able to, or something soft so that they can either touch themselves. Ah,
0: that's good. Okay. That's good.
1: And, and remind themselves. And, that's and, good. and some of the strokes that I have, some of the, tools I've said is to just rub their hand over their arm because it's, it's nothing wrong with that. Or sometimes even if they just want to just touch their eyebrow, mm-hmm. like somebody's caressing their face, to remember that they have the strength. Mm-hmm. They have the power to move it on and to control themselves. And, you know, that's that's something that I suggest and okay. a technique that I use. Yes. Okay.
0: So now we heard it from the doctor, Dr. Denise Burton, and I'll our- Coach Terry Morris. We've heard it from them. They will be returning because I we got more to talk about. We can talk all day, but we got we had now we have five minutes. So I just want to add my part. You you all have been amazing. I'm glad that we are doing this. I got a feeling that this is gonna go woo gonna go crazy. But um I'm glad for the solutions. Keep doing what you all are doing, and this is Edna J. White, and that is and
1: Dr. Denise A. Burton
0: signing off. See you next time.
1: Take care. <laughs> Take care. Bye bye.